0: Bobby Manning here. Welcome to a training camp edition of the Garn Report. It's that time, less than a week to go till camp opens. So, time to get into the biggest questions entering camp. And let's start with everyone's favorite conversation this time of year, the training camp battle. And the wing position is where it'll go down this year, behind Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Celtics did a fairly... Good job scrapping together good minutes at this position last year. Of course, picking up a marquee off-ball shooter in Malcolm Brogdon, who played off the ball with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, staggered into those lineups last year. Did a great job when he needed to run pick and roll as well. So wing not always that forward who's going to catch and shoot or make plays off the catch. It can be a more versatile guard style player who you might think of as a point guard but a lot of the time on this second unit for the Celtics Jalen Brown Jason Tatum even Chris Porzingis this year I think will stagger into some of those second units so you don't necessarily need a ball dominant player alongside that group on the second unit so I see Sam Hauser as the favorite going in to once again fill that role and if you think about last year's roster If you want to call Malcolm Brogdon that backup point guard with White and Smart starting. Hauser was effectively that backup wing. Played about 15 minutes a game or so, 16 minutes. Played 80 games too, so he pretty much played every night. And shot, as he did in college, as he did in the G League, over 40% from three. Now, if he can do that again, which I don't see any reason he can't, he should start in those minutes to begin the year. You think of the competition now. O'Shea Brissett coming in on a minimum deal. Shvee Mihailu coming in with a similar skill set. Delano Benton, another guy you might think of as a point guard, but probably won't play the point if he's going to factor in it all here. You think of the rookie, Jordan Walsh. Can he get involved immediately? I've suspected that might be possible. And then a final depth signing at that position came in Lamar Stevens. Who Keith Smith is reporting will play on a non-guaranteed deal. Have to make this team out of camp. But I'd be all for him being that 15th and final roster spot player. So I don't know if he'll break through for a bunch of minutes. But he is a good defender and an energy piece who can defend a variety of positions. So I wouldn't rule him out entirely. Let's get in all the cases these players have to potentially break through here. And I did look at a little... Film, mix that in here, as, uh, again, we sit just about a week from camp here. As I wrote, they really haven't had a great player at this position. Again, you can count Brogdon as part of that dynamic. But since Gordon Hayward left, they've tried with Evan Fournier and Hauser, latest among them. Hauser actually did a great job last year. When you look at the film, moving off ball, finding open pockets on the defense and getting shots off quick at 6'82. So he never had issues getting shots off. Now he shot about 28% through December into January on that massive slump. Ended up making him a DMP for a couple games, but he finished the season strong. Didn't factor significantly in the playoffs. But again, a guy who's able to come around screens, wish they ran more plays for him like this one. And these are the kind of things you saw him do when he played deeper into the second units with guys he was used to playing with more. Uh, stepping around screens off the ball, dribbling into open looks from three. Can get downhill a little bit. I think he showed that part of his game as well last year. And, of course, ended the year leading the NBA in defensive rating. I came in last year high on him. I think he exceeded anyone's expectations, even mine. But he comes into this year with some heavy competition. And, of course, O'Shea Brissett's a player I really like. Struggled to shoot the last two years. So he's going to have to earn that role in that sense uh, you can't pay in this system I don't think without consistently knocking down three-point shots but it's also the two-pointers being a 38 percent shooter from the field last year he shot under 50 percent around the rim and if you're going to be a cutting player who makes an impact in that area this clip from 2021 here when he averaged 1.61 points per possession on the cut you got to be able to finish around the rim, and not everything's going to be a dunk like this. He's a guy who does shy away from contact at times, uh, go a little wide of the basket on his angles, as we talked about when uh, Caitlin Cooper came on here and talked about him. But I like the defense. Probably has a greater defensive upside, certainly on the boards, than Sam Hauser. Averaged about seven rebounds per 36 minutes last year. A few rebounds higher than Hauser did with that qualifier. And I like the defense. Doesn't move his feet great along the perimeter, but 7-foot wingspan, decent hands, and good help side defense too, you'll see from the clips here. But again, he's not Grant Williams. He's not going to knock down 40% of his threes, so he has to find other ways to make himself a threat offensively. shot nearly all of his three-pointers wide open over the last couple of years, by the way. So do any other options emerge here? I do like Brissett as a guy who could play on nights where Horford sits or a big man's out, or they want to run some more wing-heavy lineups. So I'd shoot him in as the eighth or ninth man on the roster here. These other guys face more of an uphill battle, I think. Lamar Stevens, struggled from three last year, doesn't have much shooting pedigree. Brissett, of course, did shoot closer to 40% earlier in his career, and even the years I covered him in Syracuse that first year, shooting well from three is what drove him to having that great freshman season and building his NBA pedigree up. Second year, that tilts down a little bit, and his production faltered offensively from that. So Stevens, it's a similar issue. Slasher, guy who's going to have to cut and finish in transition, but the three-point shot, really not there. I do love the defense, though. Takes good angles around screens, can probably defend most of the wing positions and some guards at 6'6". I like his ability to get on transition off these stops, too. Uh, this is one of the many hustle plays you'll see from him. Everyone's going to remember the five points he scored in overtime against the Celtics in that March win. Love the chase down block here. And stays with Derek White here, who's pretty quick downhill around the screen. Gets a nice stop on him. Opponents only shot 42% against Stevens last year. This is a great pickup, I think, as a 15th man. Will he play? I'd bet against it. Uh, but if you do need to put an energy guy into a game, he might provide things that they like uh, if he makes it out of camp. Again, started 25 games for the Cavs last year, which was a home court team. Uh, so 15th man, I like it. Luke, I like the signing as well. 40% three-point shooter pedigree. Uh, worse defender than Hauser, so that's going to be a challenge for him, closing that gap with Hauser. But this skill here is, does, has to be what intrigued the Celtics, the pick-and-roll creation. The weak side creation. He can pass a little bit, had a couple big assist games down the stretch of the season when he played with the Hornets, averaged over two assists a game with them in 19 games, while scoring over 10 a game. Shut low from three in those minutes as well. And it was a couple plays out of pick and rolls here. He was able to show some good vision. Again, almost some Hayward esque stuff he did uh, out of the wing position for them. And if guys are going to close that hard on him, that's a valuable skill he can utilize. And it's not something I is capable of doing, so that's something I'd keep an eye on when it comes to my Luke Banton. Not as high on him coming in again. The shots not there at all. Twenty-seven percent career from deep. Shot thirteen percent on Rangers last year, and pretty poorly around the rim as well. Uh, you see him on transition out of a zone look here, which does intrigue me mildly. The Celtics played a little zone in summer league. He came from his own system in Toronto. Uh, brings a ton of length as a six-seven guard. He can create turnovers and havoc on the ball, but 29% on the drive, that's going to be trouble for a guy who already struggles from three. I don't know where he fits in offensively. That's why I put him among the wings here. I don't think he's going to be a guy who creates at that point guard spot. Uh, And that brings us to Jordan Walsh. Everyone excited about the rookie here. Shot well in summer league, 40% from three. Celtics said they saw him shooting better in their workouts than he did during The season at Arkansas, where he finished 27% from three. Uh, Handoffs, catch and shoot opportunities, showed good patience too. You saw some of the playmaking that he teased that he wasn't able to do as much of as Arkansas uh, while attacking a closeout here by the Heat. Nice uh, pass, I believe, that's Bean there hitting three. So I'm not opposed to Walsh getting a chance early in the season. He blends shooting and defense just about as well as any of these other guys. And So if he's able to break through, I don't think there's a massive gap separating him and some of the veterans on the team to start this year. Though I do think it'd be beneficial to him long-term to get some reps in Maine, trying out his playmaking, scoring aggressively, and while uh, getting ready for the role playing next to Brown and Tatum. It's going to be interesting to see how they balance that this year. You'll want him just going up in Maine, lighting things up. But you also don't want him playing minutes he's unprepared for on a team that has championship aspirations. Uh, So that brings us to the guy who's probably most ready to play this spot, Peyton Pritchard. He did it on the way to the finals. Uh, Great shooter, 40% from three for his career. The issue with him is size, but he's worked around that in the past uh, by fronting bigger guys, scramble switches, all the rest. I love his positioning off the ball. He does have to get used to being able to produce unlimited minutes, unlimited shots. Plays like these are what I like to see from him, playing off of Tatum and Brown. That's why I put him in this wing category, even as one of the shortest guys on the roster. He's going to be playing a catch-and-shoot role, a cutting role, and a secondary ball handling role, which is something he's going to have to improve at as well, while handling defenses attacking him in ways that Houses succeed in. there's a case to be made, that Houses is more prepared for the spot than Pritchard, despite the ball handling deficiencies. Uh, just because of the height, just because of the ability to stay in front of guys. But I will say, out for all of these wings this year, the guys who are a little more deficient on the defensive end, it's going to help, as you see here, having Rob Williams behind you into some second units. Chris S. Porzingis staggering in as well. And there's really only room for one of these guys to play regular minutes during the year, just because of the fact that I think Brown's going to play with a lot of these units. I think Tatum's going to stagger in, as he often does. And Porzingis giving these guys easier reads. And you have to thank Brogden. if all goes well with the health and uh, his di- disposition and even his roster security into training camp. He'll be the favorite to log a lot of these minutes. I mean, you're talking about the five starters. You're talking about uh, Brogdon, Pritchard, Hauser off the bench maybe, as well as a big and Horford. So are, is there room for Brissett on any given night? Probably not if everybody's playing and healthy, but that's the good thing about this roster is there'll be a lot of interchangeability. There'll be a lot of room for rest during the regular season. And for all these guys on the bench, most of them who were here last year did a pretty good job in those opportunities when they had to step up, though I do think this roster is going to miss a little bit of that shooting reliability blended with defense. When it comes to Grant Williams, you're only hoping for set Walsh, some of these guys who you got from second round veteran minimum positions are going to fill a spot Uh, that a first-round pick who earned uh, over $10 million a year solidified over the last couple of years here. So I don't think letting him go would be an easy loss by any means, and they're going to have to scrap it together at this position a little bit. And Hauser wasn't a guy who played in the postseason last year. Just about six minutes a game for him there, five DNPs. So they do need someone in that eighth spot to play a few minutes come postseason time, and I think that's where you have to hope Brissette can emerge a reliable guy playing off the Jays. And we play off our great sponsors here. Uh, head over to AG1. DrinkAG1.com garden. Their new URL for a year supply of vitamin D. Five free travel packs. You know the deal as well as the code garden. For us here at the Garden Report. It's drinkAG1.com garden. It's the powder you put in your water. Each morning with 75 vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, probiotics, and more. When you head over there. You'll get a year's supply of Edmund D, five free travel packs, and try out the subscription. Check out the reviews. Don't take our word for it. People love this stuff, and they got the cool gear to send to you if you sign up for a subscription, if you decide it's right for you. So check them out at drinkag1.com garden, as well as FanDuel. Thursday night's coming up quick. It's football season. It's a lot of football going around, but there's also basketball futures. College basketball is coming up soon as well, and college football every weekend. It's a great time of year to bet. It's fanduel.com Boston. And, it's a great offer, 200 in bonus bets when you place your first $5 bet. Enjoyable experience, nice app, safe, secure, $10 first deposit required. Of course, 21 plus present in mass. Head to Fanduel.com Boston for more details. That's Fanduel.com slash Boston. $200 bonus bets guaranteed. Uh, those bets issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. Fanduel.com Boston. All right uh now for a word from our other two sponsors here if you love fanduel you'll love this tool to add to your betting repertoire here it's odds are
1: you wish you could navigate the betting field with the confidence of a pro enter odds are they're not a sports book but they're the sports betting advisor you always need it's like having a playbook for smarter bets right in your pocket i've been absolutely loving the experience and i think you will too Especially since Celtics all access listeners get a 30-day free trial. Elevate your game day and join the smart betting revolution. Go get it at slash celtics. That's com slash Celtics. Fall season already in swing. You might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with chef prepared. Dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. Head to factormeals.com slash newsfeed50 and use code newsfeed50 to get 50% off. That's code newsfeed50 at factormeals.com slash newsfeed50 to get 50% off.
0: Shout-out as well to Factor Meals. Love their shakes there especially. Go check those out. FactorMeals.com slash newsfeed50. Newsfeed50. Uh, I know it said something else there in the video. I'm Bobby, man. This has been the Garn Report. I'm going Hauser out of that group. You know I love Brissette, but Brissette, uh, Hauser gets the shoe in based off his production last year, and someone else is going to have to prove it when it comes to the Wings for the rest of the year. Go check out that preview on Media.com. more training camp questions coming throughout the week i'm intrigued by jalen brown jason tatum saying that they're going to make all defense some other battles on the roster i already wrote about al horford versus robert williams i'll have a video on that coming out this week and then it's media day monday we'll have all the coverage here celtics all access CNS media i'm sure we'll have a camp preview coming with the full crew as well sometime over the next week here uh, so stay tuned for that by subscribing, CLNS Media as well for all those interviews. Interview Jordan Walsh, who's among this group here last week. That's out now. And until next time, this has been the Yarn Report.